This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Firm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. Hey, this is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Immortal Possession, and you're listening to
Hi. Hi. Welcome to episode 237. Welcome. Uh, we kicked it off with Morgue Terror from Rochester with the song Chopped Up Chum. This is their first single off their self-titled EP scheduled for release in the beginning of January. Then after that, K-Hole from Buffalo with the song Don't Kick My Shit. FDM. And then we went into Selfish Act, also from Buffalo, with the song Swallowed Pride. I can't be for sure, but if I was a button lady, Brian Mason indirectly sent us that morgue terror, and Dave followed through. Dave is in the band. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was very random. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm looking and My comment it. was not the song I meant. <laughs> <laughs> this got weird. Yeah. How was your week? <laughs> it was... It was okay. How was yours? Yeah. I think in some aspects better than last week and others not so much. Mm-hmm. This weather is a bummer. Mm-hmm. And the whole seasonal depression is real in this house. Yep. Um, but tomorrow's Halloween. Yeah. Tomorrow is Halloween. So you, you got to be excited about that. Why? Because <laughs> you get to dress up and go out and get candy. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people I still do that. <laughs> also, uh, we've been doing Sober October. Yep. For some reason. And we're killing it. Yeah. Yes. Well, by the time people are hearing this. Here we go. You have you have signed up for something previously that entails alcohol consumption. Yes. That would have happened yesterday. So um, at the time of, it's actually tomorrow at the time of this recording, but at the time of people hearing this, it will have been yesterday. So right. we'll have to um, have to follow up probably next episode on how that goes. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because it's not our norm. Um, my bestie's birthday is in January. I thought I was your bestie. Well, you're my other bestie. <laughs> You don't, you don't have to lie. Um, but I gifted her a card, you know, my lovely homemade cards, mm-hmm. um, with a voucher for a wine tour type of thing. Mm-hmm. And months ago, she picked this past Sunday. And I made a commitment to her. Mm-hmm. To celebrate her birthday, so that's what we're going to fucking do. By this past Sunday, you mean yesterday? Well, yes. (laughs) But not all people listen to the show on Monday. I know. know But it will be interesting because I have not drank the entire month of October, and I'm going in with wine. So I feel like I'm diving headfirst into an empty pool. And (laughs) I am the DD. You are. Which means... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so many random tidbits. You do. From the week. I don't know if you want to hear a couple of them now and then go into, go into songs. I want to hear a couple now. Okay. And then I want to hear some songs. And then after that, I want to tell you about, just in case you happen to be in these areas on Halloween, there are some odd laws that you need to be aware of. Perfect. Okay. I love it. Um, did you know that male fruit flies turn to alcohol when they are sexually rejected? They turn to alcohol? Mm-hmm. Scientists have found a connection between sexual rejection and a greater likelihood to turn to alcohol in male fruit flies. I... This is the first time such a social interaction influencing future behavior has been observed in these insects. Results from experiments supported this link in behavior and action, showing that rejected males on average drank four times more alcohol than the mated flies. Maybe they're loving life. Maybe. Might not have anything to do with rejection. I don't even know <laughs> what to think face. of that. <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. So they were given the opportunity to have alcohol after being rejected? I guess. Okay. I mean, I don't know how the experiment mm-hmm. went down. Do you ever... I know you do because we've talked about this, but like... They who some of these studies, like who is funding this nonsense? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, ah, cancer schmancer. Let's see about these fruit flies drinking alcohol. <laughs> um, bananas face potential extinction. From a new fungal disease. Hmm. So you better load up on the bananas. <laughs> what? Do you have any uh, more details on that? Don't be so elusive. Uh, bananas face a grave threat from a fungal disease that could lead to its extinction. This bana- banana strain. Strain. Sorry. Banana stramic. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavendish banana is at risk because of the Panama disease, a soil fungus that is attacking crops in Asia, Africa, the Middle East, all of Australia, and Central America. Hmm. Panama disease, also known as banana wilt, is destructive as it targets the fruit's vascular system, reducing its ability to absorb water from the soil. I think I had that last (laughs) time I drank too much alcohol. Uh, okay. I think we should play some songs. You're a lucky lady. <laughs> yes, let's play songs. Um, okay, first up, Kill the Con Man with the song Different Liver, Same Eagle, off of their third album, Militant Minority, out now. Then after that, we've had them on the show before. We've played them. We haven't, they have not been guessing. <laughs> I was going to say, where was I? <laughs> Narcotic Wasteland with the song Sex, Lies, and DNA. Uh, 
Oh, so these are my notes. So if you don't mind, I'll just take yeah, over please, for a please. second. Um, so they released a cool video um, about the world of true crime. I watched the video and it was cool. It was. It's a cool video. You guys should check it out. Um, but it's led by Dallas, previously of Nile, with guest vocals from Andrea and Black. Um, the song will be on the band's forthcoming album, Digital Cordyceps, to be released on Megaforce Records in 2024. Sounds like mushroom madness. <laughs> then after that, I think we played this band before on the show because uh, they they played at the Bug Jar yeah. last year, I believe. I've lost track of time, so I know it was a bit ago. The band is Afterbirth with the song In But Not Of. And this is the title track off of their latest release, which is out now on Willow Tip Records. Every day is the same, to the business of ready. I do take what I come for. Every day is the same, it's a miracle to break. 
All right. Are you ready for your Halloween laws? Yes. Now, uh, as I tell you about these, I think I can't see. There might be a couple on here that are still like valid, but I, I don't. You know those old laws that are like ridiculous. They're still in the books, but like they're not enforced or anything. Yeah. I think most of these are probably like that. Like ducks can't cross the road. Yeah. On Sunday. In Massachusetts. That's right. Um, number one, no mask. In Dublin, Georgia, you can't go out in public wearing a mask if you're under the age of 16. It also says there are laws in New York prohibiting wearing of masks since the 1800. Um, since the 1800. That's plural. Um. Uh, I think that probably still stands true today. We just had this conversation because I saw a picture on Facebook of um, kids celebrating uh, Halloween in a classroom Mm -hmm. at school. Mm -hmm. And all you saw were these mini like Smurfs and Spider-Mans and whatever, but they were all in masks. And even by the time I was in high school, you couldn't wear a mask Hmm. in school. These, I think these are, um, so look, so this is the New York one says since the 1800s. And I feel like back then it was like maybe some kind of religious weird reasons, but now it's just like unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is like, I don't know. I won't go into it, but we live in a very, fake sterilized slash toxic time. Don't you think? I don't know what that means. You don't want to comment? Nope. The world is hard to navigate these days. Well, it's also scary too. So. In Walnut Creek, California, no one can wear a mask in public without the permit from the sheriff. (laughs) (laughs) This one is... I don't know how to say this place, but it's in France. Uh, it says years back, there were some problems with clowns in Ven- Vendrigu, Vendrigas. I'm, I know I'm saying that wrong, but uh, it's somewhere in France. Now it is illegal on Halloween to wear clown costumes or makeup if you're more than 12 years old. Huh. Interesting. Um in the town of Belleville, Missouri, you can't ask for candy on Halloween if you have passed the eighth grade <laughs> or the age of an eighth grader. Trick or treating is meant for children only. How do? What are? You, what is your stance on that? Uh, like, when when a seventeen-year-old knocks on our door tomorrow, what are you gonna say? Um. I don't know. I mean, do you care? No, no, I don't care. They're staying out of trouble. Maybe. Well, yeah, for now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care that much. I, I, I never cared about that. We always had a couple of kids that would come out early, like mm-hmm. older kids, come mm-hmm. out early to trick or treat, and then they'd go home and change and go back out. Yeah. And everyone was in an uproar about it. And I'm like, who cares? They're in Halloween. Yeah. They're just getting free candy. Yeah. Theoretically, they're staying out of trouble. 
At least they went through the effort to put a new costume on. Yeah. I remember um, I was 15 or 16 and uh, like just putting some, I was at a friend's house, just putting like some random shit on and like a half-assed mask or something. Maybe it was a ski mask or I don't know, something. Well, but you can't do that. No. But uh, there was alcohol involved, and we went out <laughs> the day after Halloween thinking maybe people have leftover candy. How'd that go over? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I didn't in, mean to derail you. In the state of Alabama, you are not allowed to dress like a priest. Um, unless you are a member of the clergy. In Rehoboth, Rehoboth, I don't know how to say these words. Uh, this is in Delaware. You can't celebrate Halloween on Halloween Day if it falls on a Sunday. Trick-or-treating must take place um, on It must take place on the 30th if it fall if the 31st is a Sunday it has to take place on the 30th between 6 and 8 p.m. or you may be fined up to $150. In Hollywood, California from 12 a.m. October 31st until 12 p.m. November 1st you are not allowed to be in possession of sell or distribute silly string. <laughs> you could be fined up to $1,000 for just holding a can. So apparently they've had issues. Yep. This one's a good one. Um, you can't wear a mustache when you're attending church on Halloween in Alabama, as it may make people laugh if it is amusing. This law prohibits fake facial hair. Make sure you avoid wearing a mustachioed costume to church on Halloween. <laughs> Private companies or stores in California may bar you from entering even on October 31st if you're wearing a costume. According to them, everyone must be barred wearing any costume. I don't know what that... That doesn't make sense. No. But again, that's probably like a safety thing. Yeah. Um, women are not allowed to wear corsets in Maryville, Missouri. It doesn't really say, I'm guessing it's just Halloween, not ever, <laughs> right? But it doesn't really. Um, and then number 10 is Halloween is illegal and not allowed to be celebrated in the country of Jordan. Really? Yeah. Halloween is banned. Hmm. Do you have like a favorite Halloween story from your childhood? From my childhood? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this earlier for some reason, and I hadn't in years. I have I have a favorite from my daughter's childhood, and then I have a favorite from my childhood. What's your favorite from Jackie's childhood? Um, when she went as Towelie. Yeah. That was... 
that was the year that you and I met. Mm -hmm. So it was 19 years ago, Mm -hmm. which is insane. Mm -hmm. And I remember being so entertained that you, we had known each other a week (laughs) at that point. Yeah. Literally. And you're like, this guy's really fucked up. <laughs> no, I loved it because like you were the dad that took your daughter and all of her friends like trick or treating and I don't know, I just thought it was really cool that you did that and really entertained that she wanted to be Tully. Yeah. And that you went along with it and I encouraged made it. <laughs> her costume. <laughs> I was a bad influence. <laughs> um yeah, that was fun though. I think it snowed that year, which I don't like when it snows on Halloween. Yeah, that sucks. It's supposed to snow on this Halloween, too. My favorite from my childhood was, I think it was like my last, I think it was my last legit going out for Halloween. And that was when me and my longtime friend, who was my best friend at the time, um, we, I think we were... 11 or 12, we dressed up as women. <laughs> Which is really... <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of... Like, I don't feel like kids today would do that. No, they wouldn't. I don't know. I'm not... I'm not going to say anymore, but... It, like, I saw pictures... Um, Probably, like, 10 years ago. I think it was probably 10 years ago. And it was re- like, we looked like, we looked like, like 12 year old prostitutes or something. <laughs> it was like really <laughs> gross looking. <laughs> but it was funny. I, I remember the reactions of people was, was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yep. How about you? Uh, nope. No, nothing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't be bashful. I yeah, I really don't have any like overwhelming memories from Halloween. No. Mm-mm. Hmm. I do remember so my aunt had um thirteen children. Yes, thirteen. Um, and her and my mom were on again, off again close mm-hmm. like throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I always had fun with my cousins. They were all like a varying ages and I went trick-or-treating with them one year. That was pretty fun, but I don't even remember what I was dressed as. No, Mm-mm. just the going out was the memorable yeah, part. I guess. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
Some malevolent creation in her pantry this week. Originally from Buffalo. The song was Injected Suffrage, and that is from their 1989 demo. So, you recently got an Apple Watch, correct? I did. Are you enjoying it? I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like most about it? Um... I get to validate my anxiety by checking my beats per minute when something happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I love that I can track my workouts and um, I love that I can track my sleep and I love that we can like go for walks and I'm still like kind of connected. I don't have to carry my phone around. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning everything that it does, so I've only had I've had it a week now. Why do you ask? Nobody cares about that. <laughs> um, I just randomly saw an article about um, 
a court ruling. Um, it says that Apple... It's kind of vague. and uh, It says that Apple... The Apple Watch violates patents owned by California-based Massimo company. Um, Massimo apparently owns patents on a light-based pulse oximetry technology. Okay. Um, I think it has something to do with... Uh, Uh, blood oxygen monitoring and it says that it's unclear on how many Apple Watches include this feature. Mine does. It does? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it said it, it was first added to the Apple Watch Series 6 in 2020. But So according to this um, they there's a possibility that since they took Massimo's patent on this, that they could be banned from importing the watches into the U.S. Um, and that... <laughs> Why don't they just remove that feature? <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, even they could just do a software update, right? To I would think so, it yeah. Rather than... Um, so it said that Biden has to rule whether this will be allowed or, or vetoed. Um, right up to the president, huh? It, yeah. It says that he vetoed, and I don't know what this is for, but uh, Bi- Biden previously declined to veto an ITC ruling, declined to veto an ITC ruling that found that Apple Watch violated patents of a different company, Alive Core. I don't know what Live Core is. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, apparently, this is going to be reviewed again in January. But I'm guessing Apple uh, is far more profitable for the country than than Massimo. That they're not. I don't know. I don't see this going anywhere. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Who knows. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that suddenly popped up. It it's funny like we talk about how our devices don't listen to us. And then all of a sudden like any keywords that we mention, any conversations we have, suddenly they're popping up everywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. On your phone. Um something a little more meaningful. Okay. Cuz I have not well, you'll understand what that comment meant when I say this, but I have another fact I'm going to sprinkle in. Okay. 14-year-old student named America's top young scientist for creating skin cancer treating soap. Hmm. Huh. That's why I said let's turn to something a little more meaningful because I don't know if Biden should be focused on worrying about what software is on an Apple Watch. Yeah. <laughs> he should focus on shooting down weather balloons. <laughs> Uh, 14-year-old Haman Bakil, a, f- a ninth grader 
uh, at W.T. Woodson High School, I don't know where that is, was named America's top young scientist for creating a compound-based skin cancer treating soap. He created an affordable soap solution with the potential to make a positive impact on skin cancer outcomes. He hopes to refine this concept and found a non-profit organization aimed to deliver this cost-effective solution to communities in need. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Affordable, cost-effective. He'll never make it in our medical industry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not that attitude. <laughs> Sadly. What um does it say what it's made of? Um, It doesn't. No. Uh, the rest of it says he was awarded this title on $25,000 prize at the 16th annual 2003-13 3M Young Scientist Challenge. He had spent four months competing against nine other students at the final challenge event at 3M Global Headquarters. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's funny to think about, like, someone in ninth grade developing a soap for skin cancer. And when I was in ninth grade, I was like, how do I... <laughs> How do I... Uh, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> it's going in a good spot. <laughs> How do I get that Windex taste out of the uh, the liquor that I'm pouring uh, into yeah, Windex yeah, bottles yeah, yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. get it into school? <laughs> they let you into school with Windex well, why bottles? Is, why does Ken bring Windex to school every day? <laughs> <laughs> no. That, sadly, that, um, that happened. Um, but that was later in life. That was not in school. And that's when you were a janitor? It was, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you can get away with that. Yeah, I could drink on the job aye, out aye, of aye. Windex bottles. You want to know what I was doing in ninth grade? <laughs> I was listening to Chicago and mm -hmm. Air Supply, mm -hmm. and I was listening to Pillow Talk on Saturday nights so I could record all of my favorite jams. Hmm. Sounds pretty lame. Uh, let's go into some songs. All right. First up is Beyond Shadows with the song Where No Sorrow Follows. This is off their self-titled album, Out Now. Then after that, Damned to Downfall from Sweden with the song Breed of Insanity. And this is coming off of their Slavery for You EP, which is out now. And then we're going to go into SOG or SOG. With the song Mutually Assured Destruction, this is coming off of the Man Demonic album out now on Violent Creek Records. <laughs>
Hey, 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 hello Grim Dystopian, hello everyone, greetings from the far Siberian deeps, here is Peter of Isgerur Morth.
I have something for you to look out for next time you fly. Oh, great. Okay. I don't know when that's going to be, but um, I want you to check your boarding pass to see if you have the letters SSSS. What does that mean? This is Secondary Security Screening Selection. And apparently it's a randomized secondary screening screening selection for you. I feel like this is not randomized. So I feel like I've I haven't seen this. I didn't know that that existed. I know I wish we kept all of our boarding passes now because you used to get yeah, harassed constant. Yeah. It was so bad that when we traveled, we had a whole routine. Mm-hmm. We would walk in together, but kind of separate, not talk. We'd go through different mm-hmm. TSA lines. Yep. I would go to Dunkin' Donuts yeah. and get coffee and come back, and uh, you were still and being I would, harassed. I would go get a cavity search. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like I remember that one day, I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. yeah. And then you started traveling for work constantly, mm-hmm. and you they were like, oh, hey, go on through. It, um, there were a few times it would happen for work. Um, it would depend what I was trying to bring through. Oh, yeah, because you had tools and mm-hmm. wiring. and Yeah, there were certain tools that would, that, uh, would set them off. I remember one time... Uh, the TSA agent like completely emptied every everything in my backpack and like I almost missed my plane by like literally by they were closing the door as I like walked up there I'm surprised they let you through yeah so close yeah yeah traveling is stressful I envy yeah. the people who really enjoy it because I've never liked flying. No, it's terrible. It's such an exhausting process. <laughs> it is. It is. I feel like years ago it was probably. Maybe. Like I don't you know. could smoke on the plane. and. Yeah, that is weird to it, think about. Yeah, yeah. It's really strange. We were watching something. I forgot what it was, but uh, this past week. And... It seems like so long ago, but like there were times where like the doctors were smoking. As, as they were like as treating. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're doing surgery and they have a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Dropped an ash in there. Um Yeah, we'll have to look at that next time we get boarding passes. Mm-hmm. So I have I have another random fact. Okay. In Perm, Russia, the Coffee Smile Cafe chain has introduced a new controversial item to their menu. Would you like to guess what it is? What are you saying? Coffee Smile? The Coffee Smile Cafe chain. Okay. Has introduced a new controversial item to their menu. So think of Starbucks but in Russia. 
I don't. Um, I feel like what I say is going to be way more offensive than what it actually is. So, <laughs> why don't you just tell me? <laughs> just tell me what it is. Breast milk infused lattes and cappuccinos. Cafe owner Maxim has taken steps to reassure customers of the safety of this unique ingredient. He explained that the breast milk used is rigorously tested for quality and safety and kept in pharmacy-grade bags. (laughs) This this milk comes from the finest tits, folks. The price for one of these beverages is set at 650 rubles, equivalent to around eight bucks. Huh. Uh, hmm. Why? Would you try it? No. I have no interest in trying that. Yeah. No. Why? I don't know. I don't know. So is it real? Your face. Is it real breast milk? Yeah. Or is they just like marketing it? As, well, I mean, no, they don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, an interesting concept. I feel like I try a lot of odd food and drink. As long as I didn't think it was going to give me a migraine. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't think I'd be interested in that one. Yeah, I'm with you. Not that, and probably not fecal wine either. Yeah, I'll pass on the fecal wine. (laughs) I'll just stick to my Rocky Mountain oysters. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say? Nothing. Nothing that would top that. I feel like I feel like that around here that wouldn't do well, but like um, maybe in a big bigger city with a large population of like travelers, yeah, or people that want to be trendy, yeah. I could see that being. I don't know. I'm lacking the why. Yeah. I don't I I don't think it's offensive though, you know what I mean? They're no, offended it's, by it. Yeah, no, it's not offensive, but as a business owner, mm-hmm. you're keeping them in phart- pharmaceutical grade bags and you're going through all this rigorous testing mm-hmm. when you can just use goat milk, cow milk. Yeah. I don't know. And just call it that. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> No, don't scam people, but it just seems like a lot of effort Mm -hmm. for the potential payback. But I don't know what the market is. Mm -hmm. Maybe you did a market study and it's off off the charts. People want their breast milk. What what would you say the oddest thing you've ever tried is? I'm not very adventurous. I've tried alligator, mm. but I don't think that's very, like... Yeah, it's not common, though. How about you? Hmm. 
I don't know. Uh, I think back to the science teacher I had in like, I don't think, I think it was in seventh grade. I didn't appreciate him at the time. But looking back, he was, he was a different teacher. You know what I mean? Like he would do, like, you remember like Mr. Wizard? Yes. Uh, like he would do stuff like that to keep the kids engaged. Well, that's cool. And I think he had us try like, uh, which I feel like today you could never do that in a classroom. But like, um, like snails. I remember trying snails. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. And some other stuff like that. Um, can't remember what else was on there. This was the same teacher. I think I told you about this one. Because um, it sounds funny, but it's, it's really not. Uh, he was doing a... I forgot what it was even for, but it was a fundraiser. So he had, in school, he had... This is another thing that I think... I don't know. I'm just thinking how much times have changed. I couldn't picture a teacher doing this now. Um, he he stood on one... Like it was in a, a class. Not a classroom. It was like in a cement room, basically. And he stood on one side of it. And all the kids stood on the other side of this room. Is this the day you brought Windex to school? No. <laughs> no. Um, you were allowed to throw coins at him. And he would take the coins and donate it to this charity, whatever. I can't remember what it was. but um, And he had, like... He had... I think he had an apron on, and then, like... You know those full f clear face shields? Yeah. That some people were wearing during, like, COVID? Uh-huh. Like, he had that on. And, um... So it's, it was kind of flimsy, right? But it covered his face. Yeah. Um, so you were supposed to throw, like, pennies, nickels, quarters, just a single coin. And there was a kid in, in our class that f threw, um, he, was, he, <laughs> he, brought, um, he brought rolls of pennies. That is so mean. And threw it at him and cut the guy's lip, like, all the way through. Like, split it right to the that teeth. That is really mean. It was mean. But um, he was a good teacher. <laughs> and I didn't appreciate it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't dislike him, but I didn't realize, as I went on through school, I didn't realize. That he was different. Yeah. Yeah. He was I had a couple of those, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That was quite a rabbit hole. Yes. Yes, it was. And I think we should head on out. All right. And I'm going to show you my snail. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we're going to head to the Netherlands to listen to Fear Well with the song Well of Fear. And this is the title track off of their August release. Then after that, Ash Prison with the song Archangel off of their latest release, Future Torn, which is out now on Sentient Rune Laboratories. And we are... Ending episode 237 with Indus Valley Kings from Long Island with Hell to Pay. And this is coming off of their third album, Origin, out now on Black Doomba Records. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And 
Did you hear about <laughs> the snail that refuses to give to charity? No. He's so shellfish. <laughs> Let's go! 